Hola, hola. Welcome to Truth Serum with Gadi. In a world where being yourself and embracing who you are has become a lost art, listen in while I have real conversations, drop some truth bombs, and have a lot of fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. crystal hi how are you i'm good how are you is this still a good time yeah good it's perfect perfect all right so welcome to the podcast thank you for agreeing to come on um but it really like caught my attention how you posted about cesarean awareness month c-section that's what Mm -hmm. it's most commonly known as and you said that you loved both of yours so i wanted to yeah so i wanted to talk about it um, because I don't know if you've heard my podcast, but this season I talked about infertility struggles mm-hmm. and just conception in general. And I'm like, well, let me keep up with that. Right. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Like who knew that there was, I didn't realize that there was like a cesarean awareness month. And then the fact that you loved it. Mm-hmm. So I want to just ask you a few questions. First off, did you have a birth plan? How long in between the two? would you recommend so let's kind of just unpack all of that okay so i when i was pregnant with my daughter i was very naive i guess and i didn't have a birth plan i didn't have i know a lot of people go to doulas and midwives and i didn't have any of that i just did whatever the doctors told me and i thought that that was just the way to go Mm -hmm. um I did a little bit of research Uh, I have a girlfriend who was pregnant around the same time I think we were actually due a month apart and then we both ended up going two weeks late with both of our kids so our kids are still a month apart but she did all of her research about c-sections and and uh, the um the c-section rate at specific hospitals and doctors and she did all of that stuff, but I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to have a baby. That's I literally didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a birth plan at all. Um, I didn't talk to my doctor. I didn't feel comfortable. I Going to the obstetrician, gynecologist is always uncomfortable for me. So I just did what I needed to do, got out of there as fast as I could, and then that was that. And then... Um, and then my my daughter was late. She was a week late, and we started planning to be induced. And we we decided to be induced, and we thought we'd go in, and they'd give me the medicine, and things would progress, and everything would be natural. Like we just really thought that everything was just going to be natural, because I think the the rate for C sections at the hospital was five percent. Okay. And that's low. So you don't think that, like, it's anything. You think, oh, I'll be the 95%. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't happen that way. We went in, I think, on a Tuesday. Got induced. Didn't happen after a few hours. They upped all the Pitocin and all the things. And nothing was happening. I did the bouncy ball. I walked. I did everything. Nothing was happening. 
finally they're like listen we're gonna have to break your water for you because i wasn't mm-hmm. dilating nothing oh my god so, she was like i am like perfectly fine in here leave me alone <laughs> exactly and then i you know i read in europe they go to 42 weeks i was 41 and a few days i was i was very close to 42 oh it was, wow it, it was i think i was i think by the time she was born i was 12 days late so wow. i was close to the 42 week mark yeah so anyway they they broke my water still nothing more pitocin nothing nothing they're they don't know what to do so three o'clock in the morning four o'clock in the morning they wake us up and they say it's we're just gonna do this ourselves yeah. you're gonna have to go in there was no i, I didn't have i didn't even get the option to push there was yeah. no nothing it wasn't it wasn't going past two centimeters she was happy she was content but my water being broken so long and being on all the drugs they were just like listen we gotta take you mm-hmm. so that one i think is considered an emergency one okay and then what was the next what was the next question (laughs) so let's um actually since we already started talking about this what do you remember about the process being like like once they decided we got to get you in they said they had to get me in i had to wait uh i had already had let's see i had already had after they broke my water contractions contractions started coming and they started being you know painful Mm -hmm. then they said well your best bet is to get the epidural now because if it gets past I think six but I was not I wasn't even I was at two so I, mm-hmm. but they said if you get past six centimeters you can't get you can't get an epidural it's just it's not gonna yeah. do anything it's not gonna help nothing so I was like all right do it now let's do it so we did that first um and then later on is when they told me that they were gonna take me in for a c-section so they got me ready they got me prepped my husband you know put on the whole the scrubs and the mm-hmm. net and the booties and they laid me on the thing and they were rolling me through the halls and they pushed me into the OR and I just remember it being so bright so bright it was both times but you know it was just so bright it's like you're on stage all these lights are hitting you oh my there's yeah. all these it's like Grey's Anatomy all these people around you and they're all they all have a specific job None of mm-hmm. them are like crossing paths and doing a bunch of things. They're all just like, this person does this, this person does that. My husband walks into the room. They say, don't touch anything blue. Everything's blue. Yeah. Everything is blue. Yeah. But from the scrubs to the gas, everything is blue. He's like, um, okay, so I guess I just sit and don't touch anything. Like that's yeah. literally, but it was, it was amazing. Like they all, they all knew their job. They all knew like, you know, this person wouldn't cross over and do multiple jobs but they knew if this didn't get done that person couldn't do their job so it was like a an assembly line like it was it was very it was very um interesting to watch Mm. um they laid me down and um they laid me on the they, they put me on the thing on the surgical table and then they put a sheet blocking me so I couldn't see like in front yeah. of my eyes mm-hmm. straight up I had an, an anesthesiologist right by my shoulder touching me calming me the whole time saying you're doing great I'm like I'm not even doing anything yeah you're doing great. <laughs> they put on music so that I could relax so they put on the local radio station so that yeah. I could hear all the popular music and I'm, I'm just thinking okay cool so they I feel them rub something cold on my stomach i'm assuming it's like iodine and everything like that yeah i don't feel anything 
I don't feel anything puncture, but they're, but they ask you, they're like, do you feel that? Do you yeah. feel that? They start, they start poking you with a scalpel oh. around your stomach. They're like, do you feel that? I'm like, no, I don't yeah. I feel pressure. But Just I don't to make anything. sure that you don't feel this opening. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So they did that. They were in the process. And with my daughter, she, she was, we expected her at our last appointment, even though she was late, we expected her to be like six pounds. They were like, oh, she's really small. I'm like, great. That's awesome. Like, mm -hmm. if she comes out vaginally, perfect. But yeah. no. <laughs> she turned out, she came out eight pounds, seven ounces, I think. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay, that's not the five or six pounds that I was promised. Yeah. <laughs> that I was but, expecting, right? Yeah. And they're, they pushed. I remember the pressure. They push on your ribs. And oh. it feels like they're going to break your ribs. It really, really does. You feel that yeah. pressure. Okay. Yeah. You don't feel pain, you just feel the pressure and you feel mm. them tugging. Because there's always two doctors that are doing a C-section. It's always the main surge, the main, I mean, obstetrician, and then they have a backup so that they could have, someone is there to help. Yeah. So you feel them tugging in two different directions and pulling and pulling and pulling and one's pushing up on your ribs to try to push the baby down. And it was very strange. It's the, the, the weirdest feeling that I've ever had in my entire life was giving birth, obviously. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so what kind of bird's eye view did your husband have, or was he behind the little curtain with you? <laughs> he was behind the curtain. Okay, so the first time, he was behind the curtain because he's a little chicken. He's, <laughs> very, he's like, nope, if I see it, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to pass out. Something's going to happen. Oh, my God. I'm like, listen, calm down, all right? Mm -hmm. I'm the one on the table getting gutted but right now. Oh, yeah. literally, <laughs> I'm sushi right now. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> So he didn't, but with our son, I was like, listen to me, you need to look and take pictures. And he's like, I can't do that. I'm like, you need to, for me, for the yeah. memories, I need to see these pictures. <laughs> I want to see what it looks like, but I don't want to like, I didn't want to YouTube someone else's or Google someone else's. I wanted to see what my baby looked like coming out of my open stomach for some yeah, weird reason, you yeah, know? Yeah, well, that was a nice way to put it. Yeah, like, yeah, why get freaked out? by someone mm -hmm. else's because everyone is different so mm -hmm. did you did you get to see it did he do it i i did i got oh, pictures and everything <laughs> okay were you like holy cow that happened to me yeah. like devastating I'm like, pictures i'm like oh my god my whole body in the back behind baby i could see like my open stomach i'm like that's my whole body like those are my wow. guts like what are, i mean they're not literally like it's not literally <laughs> my guts but i could see where they had cut open mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh like this is this is what this is what I did like it, yeah this is what I mean I accomplished something I'm, mm -hmm. I may not have had my son in the traditional way that women most women want to have their kids but I had I still did something I accomplished something you know yeah yeah so how long in between them how many years was it between the two they were six and a half years apart okay and I thought that, like, I would just forget everything from the first one because I was on so many drugs before. Mm -hmm. um, like, like I went in to get induced. I didn't get in. I didn't go in for an initial C-section, you know? So I thought that I would just forget everything and not remember. But once I started, once my water broke and we got to the hospital and I started, like, seeing all the same things and smelling all the medical smells, like the, the sterile smells, I could just, I'm, I, it all just started hitting me. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, really the same exact way that it happened when I first had my daughter it's the same exact thing it's a little bit different circumstances because with my son my water did break 
Okay. So it's just a little bit different, but it's not really different. Mm, okay. So did you feel like it was less of a birth having a C-section versus vaginal? Honestly, I didn't. Um, I know a lot of women do struggle with this. A lot of my closest friends struggle with this. They've, it feels like something got taken away from them almost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't because I didn't have, I mean, in my brain, I always thought that they would come out vaginally anyway, but then they didn't. And I was okay with that too. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I honestly thought I was a different kind of warrior because moms are already warriors. We oh already go gosh. through so much, yes. you know? Yes. So I, I just thought I was a different kind of warrior mom. Like I just thought it was like, I, I, I could never feel that feeling and I feel bad for the women that do, but that's how they mm -hmm. feel. So I'll, I'll never discount it. Yeah. But I feel that like it, nothing got taken away from me. I just got a different Experience, version of it yeah yeah i just got a different version of it okay so it's so funny because i'm actually gonna read a, a poem or i don't i don't i don't know it's like a little spoken word i guess about <laughs> this about a sister's point of view of of her sister get you know going through the c-section and so uh -huh. many of the things that she touched on you touched on and yeah. you're saying it from the mom's point of view mm -hmm. um so I'll ask you a couple more questions about the procedure and recovery later, but I want to get into this um, and okay. just read it because I thought it was so impactful and like the point of view from someone else, you know, and then mm -hmm. the, that someone else was a woman. Mm -hmm. So let me dive in here real quick. Um, so there's a picture, of course, and then she talks about the picture and then so she starts it. I love it. It's, I think it's a really good poem. Here it goes. Probably one of my favorite photos ever. Of course, it's my sister. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's so much more than that. At that very moment, they'd unstrapped everything. There were no alarms going off for finished fluids, no heartbeat monitors, oxygen monitors. The computer screen went black. They started washing her down in a sponge bath, prepping her for her baby. I think one of the scariest things about C-sections is the loss of control. In your mind, you'll control all of it. Push when you're ready, stop when you need to, breathe in, breathe out, push again. But in a C-section, you hand all of that over to your doctor, of course, but also to a staff, people you don't even know and won't ever meet. You'll leave your dim and cozy room for one lit up, brighter than the makeup aisles in Target. You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's freezing in here and noisy. Your body is center stage, but you can't see a thing. And while you're laying there terrified, they'll talk about their days. They'll play their own music as if, <laughs> as if you're not even there. This is just another day, another surgery. Quickly added on a schedule somewhere while you lay there with your arms stretched out beside you. And they'll tell your spouse where they can sit <laughs> and, how far, and how far they're allowed to move. The nurse and his, Oh, shit. The nurse anesthetic. Well, I jacked I jack that up. We'll check her own Facebook on her phone while simultaneously watching her, watching your vitals, all the while rubbing her own very pregnant belly. Often they'll allow someone else to hold your baby before you do. A surgery means check vitals, length, weight, the first swaddle, and a quick diaper before you'll get him. Then finally the pass off to you, though you can't hold him as your arms are secured. It's this wonderful, amazing, yet tragic moment. All at once, it's less about you and more about a process. It's less a birth, a, 
become more a procedure and I hate that I really really hate that but I hated that even more for her this isn't to bash c-sections or hospitals or physicians or staff they can be life-saving procedures life-changing people just doing their jobs c-sections are welcome medical advances to so many the advantages they say are outstanding those are the moms the medical professionals who quiet us who tell us we're lucky we're alive and so are our babies but this isn't to those people this is to us who instead feel so defeated in what should be a moment of triumph it's all over her face a small loss but a very personal one a war to us all of its own you're defeated by your own body by your doctor by the staff everyone and everything you want a baby so badly that's why you're here after all and they'll get you one they say certainly but not without taking from you first an experience the only one that you had in mind you didn't see it going this way and most don't you're told in those last few minutes it's the end of the road for what you can do here they know better they're well trained and they've seen it all just be happy with a healthy baby they shout in their quiet over assuring voices you don't want to believe them but what can you do absolutely nothing and that is the worst part of all so you lay back as you hand all of that control over to everyone else and it's hard it is so very hard and painful it takes a tough kind of mama to lay there and hand that kind of responsibility over but as promised once he's here it's less about the process the procedures and the music choices and it's back to how it should be and how it should have been all along it's all about the baby and you the story ends so much happier thankfully but there's still a story in the struggle and I won't be silenced by those who can't understand it. Every part of me wants to reach back into this photo in that dark moment and wipe her eyes. I whisper to myself, hoping her heart hears it. But as I watch the tears fall down her cheeks onto her soiled bed where she'd labor the entire day through, I know nothing in this world could change the way she's feeling. Though every part of me deep down knows that finally, thankfully, all is okay. It's all gonna be okay. And now that he's safely here, she knows that too. All C-section mamas do. Cheers to those warriors, <laughs> to those mamas <laughs> who did the same. This photo, moments before, she turned into a first-time scared-to-death mom. What a great one she will be. So proud of you, baby sis. And that was by Jordan Birch. That's but so cute. How amazing that everything you just pointed out, like, I feel like the major points that you made... She yeah. was talking about like the bright lights and don't touch this and the music yeah. like so it was, spot it, on. It really is. Yeah, it's like a it's it's like a performance. It's and it's because they do it, you know, because they do it so often that right. they know they could predict that each other's moves and stuff. But it's so funny that you said. I think you said something about the nurse anesthesiologist was rubbing her own pregnant belly or something yeah. like that. My doctor for my son was 30-something weeks pregnant when she did my C-section. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she's when she's holding up my son, you could see through her scrubs and her gown and everything, you could see a little a little belly popping out. <laughs> That's oh, so my funny. gosh. That's crazy. That's so but I mm -hmm. thought it was so... I thought it was so deep, and it was like... It was a poem and image, like, recognizing, and I guess paying homage to cesarean awareness month back in 2018 but i thought it was so deep because like i'm not a mom and i've never mm -hmm. given birth but to read that and be like oh my gosh is that really what it's like like the whole strapping of the arms was that yeah that's the case uh-huh they have they do that so that you have because you have an iv in your arm oh 
and then with all the medication they do like they and it's also it's cold in the room but with all the medication you mm. do kind of your body kind of goes into shock a little bit and they're like are you cold do you need another blanket do you need another blanket I'm like i'm good like just do what you gotta do get me out of here that's all. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it's like that's so funny that's so crazy mm-hmm. um so yeah i just thought that was amazing that's no, that like, is. it was so because it was so informative for me mm-hmm. like as someone who who hasn't been in a delivery room like with mm-hmm. you know someone else a family member friend and then myself um so talk to me a little bit about like your recovery what that was like recovery both times honestly was really um were really good i didn't I didn't know what to, I'm, I haven't had, I had one major surgery prior to having my kids and that was when I was attacked by the dog. Mm-hmm. So that was a, the plastic surgery on my face and I healed from that really fast. That was like, like after a week, everything was almost back to normal aside from the stitches, you know, everything was really, really healed. There was no swelling. There was no bruising aside from the stitches. You couldn't tell anything was wrong mm-hmm. and that was on my face. Yeah. So your body like you think your body's still you're you're going through a major surgery it's your entire i mean not your entire body but your organs and everything when you have a baby everything gets rearranged Mm. to make room for the baby so when Mm. you have that baby they have to move those things to try to get to where they need to get so everything there's also kind of like a shift back you feel a couple days after birth you feel your organs kind of shift back where they're supposed to go it's very weird wow (laughs) oh my my gosh It's very strange. It's very strange. Sometimes you don't feel like maybe it'll happen in your sleep or something, but you feel them start to slowly like fall down back to where they're supposed to be. Holy cow, that's insane. I'm like I'm like, is this what I want so bad? (laughs) It is, it is. All the weird things are worth it, I swear. I know. Um, But so the first time I I took it easy, I I kind of milked it a little bit. I think I was in the hospital for a total of five days. That's the two days for induction mm-hmm. and the three days that you're allowed um, post, postpartum, post-surgery, whatever you want to call it. That's like the three days they allow you to stay in while you're healing. But apparently they let you go a little bit earlier if you show that you're doing really well, which I did both times, but... I milked it. I stayed the three <laughs> days. I got all the free food that I needed. Like, I'm staying. <laughs> You're like, listen, I need to be good when I leave here because then it's nonstop. <laughs> exactly. Like, I need the rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, recovery, what they kind of do is they come in and check you every hour. Um, a nurse or a doctor will come in and start pushing on your incision and check and feel your belly to make sure everything's going down to where it's supposed to and all that good stuff and then they force you probably within like the first three to five hours they force you to kind of take a shower walk around if you can they want you to move to get the blood flowing Mm -hmm. um and they (laughs) i don't know if i want to say this (laughs) they they, um, it's true they serum, look, girl. You gotta say it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh they they ask about your bowel movements a lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so because supposedly the first one after a C section, I don't know if it's the same thing with natural birth, but the first one after a C section is like very painful. Mm. Supposedly. 
However, with my son, I don't remember with my daughter because that was forever ago, it feels like. But with my son, I probably did that <laughs> within yeah. like the first two hours or three hours. Of, I, of, I of the C-section? Go. Yeah, af- oh. of getting into my room after the C-section. Oh, wow. Okay. So they came in and they and they, they tried to say, they were like, oh, yeah, listen, the first bowel movement, it's going to be. I'm like, oh, I already did that. So wait, can I ask you a personal question? Like, when you did that, did you, like, go on your own? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) Just walked very slowly because you're still connected to... Yeah, okay. um, Like, uh, sometimes you are. You're still connected to maybe, like, a morphine or or a regular IV, like, um, just a regular IV, like, for fluids. So sometimes you're still connected with my son I wasn't with my daughter I was because I remember like Mm. having an issue with the IV coming out of my hand Mm -hmm. and they were like oh don't worry we'll just start putting you on regular like ibuprofen and and Percocets and we'll take you off the morphine so that I remember but with my son I don't think I had to have all that because I was in it I was my water broke they were like this is what we're doing we went in and that was it like it was we had to wait you know our turn or whatever but it wasn't it wasn't as long as I had to wait with my daughter. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I went by myself. My husband had left because he was exhausted. We were up all night that, with my son. Mm-hmm. I went by myself. The baby stayed. I, did they take the baby to the nursery or something for checkups? And I think I was able to go in and use the bathroom and then take a shower. The the first time with my daughter a woman like a nurse brought me in and was there with me and was trying to help wash me and the second time I was like no thank you I don't want that I'll do it myself <laughs> yeah so I did that I did that all myself and I I just yeah I was able I was able to do it a lot easier the second time once I got once I remembered all the things in my brain yeah, like yeah. I told, once I remembered all the memories and how things are supposed to go I was able to do a lot of things by myself um when they probably the second shower that I took they had taken my son to go get uh circumcised and they like for you to walk around the hall mm. because the halls just are loops like they're just figure eights they just go round and round okay. so they like for you to walk around the hall so that you could just loop around and loop around to get that blood flowing mm-hmm. so I took my shower I went to go get I walked to the nurse's station I was like can I get my son and they're like what are you doing you should be laying now I'm like no I just want to go get my son please <laughs> like they're like oh my god you're so you're and he's so such brave. a cutie pie Lincoln they're both cutie pies Ariana thank and Lincoln you. oh thank you but oh yeah they gosh. were like they were surprised and shocked that I was walking the halls without you know my husband or, or a nurse or um they they have these little bassinets for the babies that they want you to walk around with they have Mm -hmm. uh, wheels on the bottom so you could just push them along Mm -hmm. I didn't have that because my son was in the nursery or wherever that they were doing his that they were doing his um circumcision circumcision yeah so I was just walking around they're like oh my gosh I can't believe like you're up in a box yeah I just want my kid like yeah yeah can we bring him I know like this listen everything I've been through like I just want my baby it is it's and i get where a lot of women think it's like traumatizing it is it Mm -hmm. it can be but it everyone's different everyone's mindset is different everyone's like you said birth plan are different some people like me don't have a birth plan some people (laughs) have one that they want to stick to to the letter and it doesn't happen and you know it's all everyone's situation is different but me i was just like i i want to be able to 
move because when you have a c-section they don't want you walking up and down stairs for a long time for at least like a week or something like that Mm -hmm. they don't want you doing a lot of things and when your husband goes back to work or your boyfriend goes back to work or if you're a single mom or however you however you got to where you are Mm -hmm. there's nobody at home that's going to help there's not nurses checking on you around the clock there's not a cafeteria that's going to send you three meals a day like you you have Mm -hmm. to put your big girl pants on and get it done yeah that's that where that warrior mentality yeah. comes in like hey i gotta make sure i'm good when i get home because it's just me and this baby exactly like it's if there's no there's no off switch yeah. you just have to go into mom mode caretaking mode yeah so so i'd want i just wanted to make sure that i was going to be able to do those things without anyone around and if I could do it without anyone around, I was going to be okay. Yeah. No, I think that's a great mentality to have. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's like that fight or flight, right? Um, yep. Mode that it's like, what what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, if you're like by yourself. And I could talk about fight or flight all day because I feel like I have the weirdest scenarios of flight or fight. Not maybe in a baby mode, not in pregnancy, but in anything else, it it kicks in. And it's like, it's true. Like you're now, you're mama bear. So you got to make sure, like I need to make sure I'm good. So that's really interesting. So I just have one more question, maybe two. Um, What was insurance like? And how did it cost more? Did you have to pay anything out of pocket for the C-section because it's classified as a major surgery? What was that like for you guys? It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's very expensive. Um, luckily, our insurance covered a lot of it. My husband gets really good insurance, so I'll, his it was co- like a lot of it was covered. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really have to pay much out of pocket, but it's. It's expensive. It was more expensive for my daughter because we were in there for five days. Yeah. So it was more expensive there. But again, because of like the circumstances and insurance was a, a little bit um, more lenient, I guess, or, or, or they covered a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it it's still expensive. Giving birth is expensive. Mm-hmm. Unless you have really good insurance, if you have a really good job with insurance, that's one thing that sucks in this country is that our healthcare is yeah. the worst. Yeah. Mothers in, I forget the country, but somewhere in Europe, Russia, maybe not Europe, maybe Russia. I don't freaking know. I'm very <laughs> bad at geography, but mothers in other countries get months and months. and months I know months, months. It's amazing. I'm pretty sure I saw that one country lets them go for like a year. Holy cow. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard of it. And it's like, and you expect us to go back six to eight eight weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm a big, yeah, right? Six to eight weeks? Six to eight weeks. They give you up to 12, but most companies don't cover up to 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your job is probably protected by FMLA for 12 weeks, but you won't get paid for the additional weeks, like the four, and then it comes out of your PTO too. So those six yeah. to eight weeks are not just, um, you know, six to eight weeks recover on us. You still have to use PTO. It's, it's insane. And yeah. I'm a bit, I'm a big advocate of benefits and, you know, for those of you listening, check your plan design, check your maternity leave your paternity leave too for your husband Mm -hmm. what he's entitled to ask questions because sometimes there's a lot of hidden benefits in there that you don't know about and sometimes your employer doesn't even know about but it's all about plan design 
when they're mm-hmm. doing um, renewal for the year. Um, so ask your questions, call directly to the insurance, um, and make sure that you're prepared, at least on the um, financial side. You know, I love that Crystal was just like, I don't have a birth plan. <laughs> I love it. I love that you were like so carefree. I love that you embraced the C-section. Like I'm so type A that I know I'm going to be like, I want this and I want that. <laughs> and, I'm, yeah. and at this point, I'm like, I'm waiting. I've been waiting so long that I'm going to probably have this image of what I want. But who knows? Like, I hope I can be more as carefree as you are for waiting as long. También. You know, it's kind of like yes. both. Like. You want what you want, but at the same time, I've been waiting so long that do I care how I get it, you know? Yep. With my daughter, I did not. It was just, she was just taking too long. I think one of the last trips that I had to do with her when I went to, like, when I went to go see my doctor and we were doing a stress test to make sure everything was okay and that they didn't have to take her sooner or we could wait for however long. I'm sitting there in a room drinking orange juice and water because they give you that to see how your sugar is doing and how everything, the fluid and all the whatever, who knows what they're really looking for. Mm-hmm. They just want to bother you <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and my husband, I don't even, were we married? Yeah, we were married. Uh, messages me and he says, how's your day? I'm like, it's really terrible. It's <laughs> awful. It's shitty. I'm sorry. It's shitty. And he's like, well, um, I have some good news. I'm like, what's what could you possibly say to me that's gonna be good news mm-hmm. right now? I'm sitting in a doctor's office by myself. You're at work. Mm-hmm. You want some orange juice? Like, what could you <laughs> tell me? Yeah. And he says, Well, I just won Justin Timberlake and Jay Z tickets on the radio. I'm oh like, my god, oh, that's what you're doing man. while I'm in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? When? When? <laughs> when? <laughs> I need to make sure that I'm healed up and I can go. (laughs) But yeah, that was his thing. And then I think the day that we left the hospital with my daughter eight years ago, we went to pick up the tickets from the radio station. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so excited. It was was horrible emotion. He's like, I got you, you, babe. I'm going to get these tickets for you. You could tell me you got me a chocolate, a piece of chocolate cake at that point. And I would be like, that's so amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who invented chocolate? I want to kiss them. Like, you don't care. You just want to get them out at that point. Yeah. I just wanted her out. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I know. The things. All the things. (laughs) Well, I think I can kind of surmise what your response is going to be to the next question but would you recommend a (laughs) c-section absolutely if you feel if you feel comfortable if you feel comfortable enough relinquishing that to your doctors and you feel you just can't it's okay to say i can't as a as a woman as a mom it's okay to say i can't do this on my own yeah that's okay it's it's okay to ask for help you just have to trust yourself and your body mm-hmm. because a doctor could say, this is what I, this is one of the things that I learned. A doctor could say, oh, you need a C-section and you really don't need a C-section. And they're doing it just because if they deliver that baby, they're going to get money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. And that's why supposedly the, the C-section rate, cesarean rate is at 5% is 
supposedly that's a high number to people to me that's so low Mm -hmm. but supposedly that's why it's high and Mm -hmm. if you feel that your doctor's doing it for the wrong reason ask for another doctor you could just speak up but i absolutely recommend a c-section because it's if it's going to save you and the baby Mm -hmm. do it if you feel like you can't do it ask for one it's it's okay to ask you're the one in control yeah doesn't matter what anyone else says those doctors work for you yeah there's a movie on netflix i don't know if you've seen it about the woman that um and I don't know if it's based on a true story, but about a woman who had this birth plan to deliver at home. The Shia LaBeouf one. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Stop. Yeah. That like, one hit me. That that, hit me. that was so crazy. So guys, mm-hmm. for those of you listening, this movie was about I forget the name, but um, she had plans to do the home birth, and they were going through the process, and it doesn't go as planned at all. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up and post it. Um, but had she had more time and maybe a better plan, things would have gone differently. So I can see where, you know, a C-section could have been helpful in that situation Mm -hmm. with the movie, but it was so deep. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and just, you know, how she came to terms at the end of it, you know, because there was a lot of hurt, but that movie was crazy. That movie was good. My husband liked that too. He he cried i'm pretty sure he cried because of because of he was because he was there he was sitting there when both of his children were born (laughs) so he understands that hurt that pain that could possibly happen yeah all right crystal well thank you so much for coming on i loved having you on we guys we went to i know for sure we went to middle school together i don't know if we went to 70 together did you go to see a 70 elementary school yes Yeah, so we went to elementary and middle school. I don't remember us being super close, but then social media happened, and we've Mm -hmm. been friends, and, like, you know, we interact with each other, and this was really fun having you on. I love the the character and the, you know, just your personality, so thanks so much. I'm going to post some resources. Um, I'm just trying to get my life together. (laughs) Like, I still get anxiety about you know recording and posting and all the stuff that comes with you know a new little venture um but this was so fun so look out for those resources and hopefully i will have crystal on again sometime um thank you guys for listening reach out if you have any questions have a good week bye